Hi, uh, welcome to the show. How about you introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Eran, and I'm an experienced game, uh, online web game developer. I have more than five years experience in the field, and uh, I will uh, gladly help for you if you listen to the next video, the next broadcast. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, in the last uh, interview, uh, the last uh, show, we discussed um, uh, part of your post on gamedev.net on suggestions on ways to improve uh, your online web game and design. Uh, so we covered the first 15 points, and now you know there's the remaining 15 points. Uh, so uh, let's, let's get started. Uh, so you said uh, one of the suggestions you have is send newsletters to players using the emails you collected. Uh, how often should should uh, developers send out newsletters? Okay, um, your newsletter from your uh, game not need to be spam. It's very important not to send too many emails. Uh, I recommend to send email when you have an update in the game, a very important update. Okay. Uh, it can be uh, every two weeks, every one month. Uh, not more than this, because after the player can uh, uh, think that it's a spam, and also the email engines around the world will think that you are spam and will filter it. So be careful. Okay. And uh, you mentioned do not put too much advertising in your games and do not use pop-ups. So are you just suggesting using virtual currency, or what did you exactly mean by that? Um, in many online games, uh, they use uh, many advertisements in their games, in the sites, uh, in the, as the cubes in the games, and, uh, uh, and many of also use the pop-ups. Pop-ups in online games ruin the game. It's a, a player that need to close windows and to play a game, it's uh, very distracting. If you will use, uh, you can earn from your online games, but put uh, advertising in, the, in places that will not disturb in the game and uh, still the player can uh, click on it and see it, and uh, it's important that it will not disturb. Uh, the next point you mentioned is that, you know, it's a, it's a game design suggestion. You said that players love to plan and think together, so make alliance options in your game. So what, what do you exactly mean by that, and how, would, how should that impact the game design? Okay, for online web game, it's uh, crucial to keep the game, the players, inside your game as long as uh, possible. Okay. To keep the players, it's, uh, uh, you give options in your game to collaborate together. These uh, options can be alliance, it can be team-up, that uh, if they do things together in the game, uh, for example, planning to attack someone, if they are planning uh, a mission together, if they plan something that can benefit them both, and also to create them uh, emotionally from the players, to uh, keep them uh, want to stay more in the game and uh, speak about this. So you earn traffic. You earn players that stay more in the game. And uh, also you can, uh, you can, I call it, uh, uh, it's called a, a, a voting option. Uh, uh, what you can do is in your game implement a voting option that, uh, for example, you, uh, this all voting option affect the game. For example, if uh, everyone uh, uh, stops uh, sending uh, gold or trade chips 
to a specific location, to a specific player, uh, and if many people will vote on this, so uh, this player can uh, not send any more ships to a specific location. Okay. It's like uh, uh, resolutions in the UN. Okay. And um, I want to point out that these alliances don't have to be, you don't need to have real-time chat server to have these alliances. They can be asynchronous. Um, it's just more about asynchronous guild structures that allow people to socialize with other people in the game. Yes, it's a, uh, people li love to, to do things together. People love to find new friends and to collaborate with them. Uh, if you do this in the game, so you earn uh, players that will come back. Okay. Um, now you say listen to your player suggestions, but if your game is getting successful, do not change anything even if you get suggestions. What does that exactly mean? And um, okay. shouldn't shouldn't a game always be constantly updated? Um, what do you suggest? Okay, um, what I, I mean here it's if your game structure, it's uh, you see that it's uh, on the right track. Many people arrive to your game, and many people enjoy the game. Do not change the structure of the game. You can change, um, for example, to add new options, but the, this option not affect the game player. Okay. Do not change the uh, change the strategy in the game. This what I mean. Okay. So once you have a working game system, focus maybe on maybe a couple new mechanics, uh, but just content updates. That's probably more important than actually changing the underlying game system. Yes. Okay. That's correct. And uh, the next point you bring up is do not check for cheaters. Uh, because if a cheater, if someone wants to cheat, they're going to find a way to cheat. So, um, yes. I, I really so, important for me to focus on this issue. Yeah. And you say, uh, you suggest uh, adding a limitation inside your game that will block your cheaters automatically. So, would that mean kind of like stamina? Like you look at some of these Facebook games where you have a certain amount of energy or stamina, and then once you run out of it, you have to wait. 10, 20, 40, 50 minutes to get more energy to yes. play. So, uh, it's, for example, the game that you mentioned, and yeah. for example, my game that I developed, the trader game in Facebook, uh, I, I implement all my knowledge about this, about the cheaters, things that uh, can happen. Uh, if you do in your game, that uh, uh, if you buy option, you need to wait. After, uh, you wait little, not much. If you attack someone, you need to wait. If you spy about someone in the game, you need to wait little, and you can have this option option again. But it's like uh, you, like you said, like stamina. So it's uh, will avoid many. It you will decrease the cheaters to want to open multiple accounts and to attack someone or to do something. Uh, also, you can have uh, to you can implement in your game uh, many restrictions that will decrease the uh, cheater's options to do things in the game. A cheater for me, it's a uh, player that open multiple accounts and uh, affect the game and affect uh, other players with these multiple accounts. And uh, you don't want it will happen in your game. So you can also uh, track the player IP. Okay. You can, uh, uh, if specific players uh, come from the same IP, you can give restrictions to make uh, restrictions that uh, nobody can attack the sampler using this IP okay. or cookie 
or uh, you can use a, a MAC address. Uh, also, the, the limitation that I mean also is to limit the number of eight uh, gifts that you can send to a specific player. You don't want one player will get, will get 100 uh, gave, gifts uh, in one day because it can affect the game. And the structure of uh, to limit uh, cheaters, it's a, a very uh, to think a lot how to build a game and how to implement the uh, anti-cheating system uh, in your game. And uh, the next point you bring up is uh, add high-level security code before players log in. Uh, doesn't that add too much friction to that prevents people from getting into the game? What do you mean by high-level security code? Okay, uh, I you know, I mean here not on Facebook games. I mean in uh, uh, online web games that uh, need the registration form. Uh, after the registration form, you want the player will log in, and you want the, that uh, uh, avoid scripts. That uh, what I mean, it's uh, many today uh, smart players. Uh, they can build scripts that make login automatically the player. In the, in the game and uh, build uh, the player uh, do actions in the game that can benefit the, this uh, cheater. For, for me, it's a, it's a someone who cheat. Okay. Uh, and how you prevent uh, to uh, these uh, smart players to run scripts, to do actions in the game, uh, it's uh, using security code. This security code, it can be a capture it can be an images, it can be a question. Um, it's, it, because except the uh, username and password, to avoid scripts, it uh, must uh, uh, implement uh, high security. Uh, and today there is tools that allow you this. It's a capture with images uh, that uh, you can avoid the scripts from this kind of user. Okay. And um the next point you bring up. Uh, I'm sorry, and also another thing. Yeah. These scripts avoid uh, hacking in your game because many scripts of login using uh, username and password can hack your game. Uh, what I mean, hack it's hack other uh, players' accounts to get their information to go inside their accounts. Okay. And if you implement a well security code, it will prevent it. Okay, and so maybe another option is to even say after five login attempts, you have to wait 20 minutes or 50 minutes to, to try again or something else like that too. Exactly. And uh, so the next point is future planning all the time helps. Uh, what did you mean by that? Um, uh, for example, uh, uh, about the language option. Yeah. Uh, in my game, the trader game, I implement the game in two languages, in English and in Hebrew, because uh, I'm from Israel. Yeah. So what you can do is uh, make the game uh, fit to future uh, for future languages. Uh, I use the uh, Facebook option that it detects from where is the player. If the player, for example, it's from United States, it will show him automatically the English version of the game. But if the players is uh, from Israel or play, uh, visit in the Facebook in the Hebrew version, and they uh, will see the uh, game in Hebrew. Uh, how are you able to detect uh, 
if they should see the English version or the Hebrew version is, I mean, what's the, how are you told and what's the underlying data to figure out what language they're in at the, at the point? I'm sorry? Oh, how are, how, yeah, how are you able to detect whether to display English or Hebrew? Is there some kind of... Yes, you know, I, I detect Facebook allow me okay. to detect the from the location of the player. Uh, so how uh, I uh, if I detect that this player is uh, uh, browsing in the Facebook Hebrew uh, uh, Facebook, uh, then I uh, show him the Hebrew. But all others I show them the English. So it's uh, quite easy. And um, uh, if you are not a Facebook, if you don't build your game in Facebook, then you can implement a language that. Uh, uh, it's a language template that uh, if uh, the player chooses, for example, Chinese or he chooses uh, uh, Spanish, then the system behind translate everything, all the template behind will change to Spanish. It's very quite uh, quite easy to implement if you know how to do it uh, to implement the system. Now, do you feel that that matters? Like, have you gotten uh, in your game has the Hebrew version? Have you gotten feedback on the Hebrew version, or or do a lot of those people who who read Hebrew, they can also read English? I mean, does does it matter? Uh, for me, it's the same game. Yeah. Uh, if I will have uh, all the kind of languages, uh, for example, I will have Chinese, I will have Arabic, I will have other languages, the old players play in the same game. If you will change, for example, uh, in your Facebook, the language from English to Hebrew, and you will join the game, you will see the, the game in Hebrew. If you will change it in the future, for example, for Chinese, you will see the game in Chinese. It's, a, it's a very helpful for player to play in their own language. Uh, many in the gaming industry don't understand this, that not the entire world know English. Okay. For example, many in Israel, they don't, many children, many teenagers, they don't speak well English. Oh, really? So and they don't read well. So if uh, you make your game for uh, bigger communities, bigger uh, market, then you will have more players. Okay. And um, you mentioned making admin tools for the game, uh, so that you can control every aspect of the game. So how did you implement that in your in your online game? Okay, in in uh, the trader game. Uh, that I created for Facebook, it's, I, it was important to me to do two things. The first of all, the page of statistics, that I will see everything, what's going on in the game. If there is news, if how many new players join today, how many uh, players uh, join, uh, uh, continue visiting the game, how many um, gifts they send today, and, and so on. It's very important that you will have a complete uh, statistic page that you will understand what's going on in your game. And the second thing, it's an admin uh, game option that you can control every player in the game to see what the player did, what, uh, uh, how many resources the, game, the player had. And you can also modify it. You have, need to have this option to modify it because um, if, for example, a player uh, really helped me uh, to, do, to find a specific bug and I want to uh, thank him, I can give him a bonus in the game. For example, uh, 1,000 gold, gold coins 
uh, it will be the player will be very happy about this, and I will be happy about it because I fixed a bug that I didn't see before. And uh, the next point you bring up is to uh, have a terms of service and privacy policy in your game um, that people agree to. So what, what inspired that suggestion? I've, see, I've definitely seen the terms of service and privacy policy in games, but why should smaller game developers care about that? Okay, Facebook, it's allowing you, before a player join in Facebook game, he must approve that he read the terms and the privacy terms. So in Facebook, it's much easier. But in online web games, that uh, not on Facebook, uh, you must uh, in your registration form, you must put option that the player read and agree to the terms that uh, of the game and uh, read the privacy terms. Because uh, if uh, you don't put this option, you're open to a lawsuit that the player can. Uh, uh, sue your game because it didn't uh, like something or it, something hurt him in the game. If you will make clear in the terms agreement that uh, uh, what you're responsible and what the player responsible, then everything is clear and you will avoid this lawsuit. Okay. And another point you bring up is to add an option to contact the developer. Um, what's the what's the benefit of that? And um, yeah, can you mention that? Yeah, first of all, if you're selling packages in the game, and uh, if you uh, sell something in the game, or uh, you, it's much more, I saw that uh, in many online games, they don't put option to contact. And if I will have option to contact these uh, game, uh, game uh, managers, I will feel more safe to, let's say, for example, to buy package. Or, for example, to uh, if I have a problem, to know who to contact. And because of this, don't be afraid to put your contact information in your game. Because uh, uh, players that will see that they, there is someone, a real person, that manage this game. And this real person, uh, 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 it's very, like he's the manager and you... Uh, have a, if the player have a problem, he can he know to who to contact. Then it uh, can solve a lot of problems for the players and for you. Okay, so having a link at the bottom that says contact or feedback or submit suggestion is is what you're. Which you yeah, I suggest you put contact in a very clear place in the game that uh, uh, that players can contact you in any time and uh, say what they want to say. Great. And the next point you bring up is every week add a new option or a nice option to your game. Uh, can you explain that? Yeah. It's, uh, since I was a teenager, I was playing games, uh, strategy games. And I love these strategy games because every week they update, they put new options. Every Thursday they, uh, in the evening, I was coming and I knew that there is new option in the game. And uh, it's uh, what I want to say that to implement this, if you have an online game uh, and you can add a new little feature every week, a new option, new competition, uh, something that keep the community every week visit your game and visit that they will wait for your update. It's uh, bring more fun to the game. And why not? Why do it every week? Why not every day or every two days? What's the difference, and why should it just be a week? 
because it's the time. It's the time. If you will do it every, for example, every day, it's uh, miss the it's miss the the subject. It's uh, have, uh, okay. if you make it uh, long every one month, it's too long. So one week, it's it's very. I think it's precise. Okay. And um, you mentioned to validate every page in the game uh, using Web Validator. Can you talk about that some more? Yes, uh, if you uh, develop your online game, but not for Facebook. Facebook, you cannot validate it, so good. Okay. Uh, if you uh, build online web game uh, and uh, you want that other search agents uh, will uh, read well your pages, so it's very good to validate it. It's, uh, I, I really recommend that using this tool, the, this tool will say to you what you did wrong in the page, that the search engine cannot uh, cannot read it. So if you will validate uh, good the, web, the pages, all your pages in the game, then you will uh, be clear that your the search engines will you will have a, a more high rank. And uh, another point you bring up is to add an automatic option to buy stuff in your game uh, via PayPal, pay by cash, or Wally, or some other thing. Um, can you talk about yeah. that some more? Uh, yeah, it's um, you as a player. Uh, you can ha uh, offer the players in your game to buy packages. Now, many use PayPal that they have automatic scripts behind to buy packages. Uh, I really love this option to automate. Like, if player buy something, he get it automatically after one second in the game. So, uh, other companies offer the same option. Uh, if it's Dell Pay that I know that offer a phone and SMS, if it's a payback cash that offer uh, multiple options for many many countries, every country they have their own option. Okay. And uh, uh, Wally, for example, for game cards that uh, children can buy in store and uh, go in online games and buy what they want without credit card or something. Okay, so so, so the more payment options, the better, but not too many payment options. Yes, because if you make too much payment options, it's like it can be a very long screen and the player can be uh, say it's too much. If you put the three, four, three, I think three options, it's enough for your game that uh, cover most of the options. And, and these options should be customized for the country that they're trying to buy from. So if they're in a country where mobile is the primary form of payment, that should probably be listed first. Uh, if you know that they're coming from, say, Brazil or some other country where that's preferred payment. Okay, for uh, yeah, you can uh, you can make the list uh, by country or the payment options, and also you can uh, today PayPal and other uh, websites they detect automatically the IP of the player and they show him the what uh, the options and the language of the uh, screen to buy. So it's uh, quite easy today. Okay. And uh, the next thing you mentioned is create a toolbar uh, for your players. So what do you exactly mean by that? Okay, if, uh, for example, it's not fit for my game in Facebook, but if you have an online game, yeah. uh, and uh, the, in the online game you have things that can, uh, for example, news events, or uh, you, the player can get messages in the game. So uh, if the player if you will um, create a tool, uh, a toolbar that on the browser 
that if the you uh, install this toolbar, he will stay in the game constantly. And uh, you will earn that you have a player that all the time connected to your game and receive messages and, re and uh, receive uh, uh, events from the game. And you also can earn from it by uh, if the player search in this toolbar in Google, you will earn commission from this. So it's quite easy. 